Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. I am your host, Tino Romero Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. Today's episode, episode 29, by the way, went away from 30. 30 episodes. Damn, that's pretty awesome. But today's episode, we are jumping into another conspiracy. Lately, I've been on a conspiracy kick. I mean, first it was aliens, now conspiracies. Either way, it's fun. I enjoy reading it. <laughs> but today's episode is called Spybirds. And for those of you who aren't sure what that means, I came across something a few weeks back called Birds Aren't Real. And not knowing what the fuck it meant, I had to read into it. So I started doing some research here and there, here and there. And then finally, uh, when I got off of work last night or yesterday evening, I decided to just, you know, I'm going to dive headfirst into it and we're going to do an episode about it. So hopefully everyone enjoys this episode. Spy Birds, it had me cracking up. There's some of the shit that was in here. But hey, everyone believes in everything. And it's my duty as your host to bring some of the most interesting and, you know, hilarious things that I think will make my listeners laugh and hopefully everybody enjoys. Let's get to it. So what is the conspiracy on Birds Aren't Real? So in 1947, the CIA was founded. Sole purpose was to watch and survey tens of thousands of Americans doing communist things. The fears were only encouraged when in 1951, Julius and Ethel Rosberg, Rosenberg were arrested and convicted of espionage against the United States. Accused of spying on behalf of the Soviet Union. This highly publicized event gave the government a small window to implement a new program that would place the first CCTV surveillance cameras in areas with a high Russian immigrant concentration. So what the initial CIA was was created for from what I'm getting on this. Oh, and by the way, I'm getting all of this information from birdsaren'treal.com if you want to head over and check it out and read some more of the stuff. They have some pretty cool looking shirts that, I don't know, tempting to buy. But the the whole purpose of the CIA was to uh, find out who who was a communist and who wasn't a communist. So they're created and they wanted to you know keep a track, keep an eye out for everyone who were doing communist things, pretty much. And over the time, people were wondering, well, how can we put more cameras without people noticing? You know, that's one of the first things that people want to want to try to do. Let's try to keep things out of the public eye so they can be more natural and we catch them doing spy things, right? Right. It's, it's foolproof, if you ask me. Well, in 1953, Alan Dulles, I think his name, D-U-L-L-E-S, Dulles, was made the first civilian director of the CIA. Alan made it his mission to ramp up the surveillance program, hiding cameras in thousands of locations and ordering its staff to plant them in areas that would be impossible to detect. Now, we have to think, this is back in the 50s. How big was the fucking spy cameras back there? You know what I mean? We try to do our little handheld cameras now, and we have, you know, little GoPros, and we have little uh, little handhelds and everything, but big-ass reels back in the day where they had, the things were fucking huge. How can you hide a big-ass spy camera from from the entire civilian, civilian population? I mean, where in the fuck are you going to put it? Put it down in a sewer drain? You're going to put it uh, hanging from a tree branch that's decorated with trees? You're going to put a camouflage shirt on it? How, how in the fuck are you going to hide a big-ass camera back in the 50s, you know? Yeah, technology was great, but goddamn, <laughs> it wasn't that great. So how are, they gonna, how are they going to put cameras around where they can detect? You know, this is the government we're talking about. The, pop, the possibilities are endless so boy i tell you i don't know Let, let's keep it up so 1956 alan dulles met dulles met with president dwight d eisenhower and proposed a plan that would put cameras in the sky so 
when I first read that, I initially thought, well, hell, you know, they're going to have some uh, crop planes or some airplanes have a camera down at the bottom so they can face down to the world and, you know, do surveillance that way. Or when airplanes are circling around certain cities or close to the airports, they're going to pop the camera out so they can record people doing natural things. No one stops and acts differently when you see an airplane getting ready to land on the runway, you know, even though they're uh, circling around and everything, they're waiting for the, the runway to clear up. But nobody nobody thinks twice about, you know, airplanes flying around. So my first thought was, fuck, you know, they're going to invent some uh, cool ass airplanes to where they are going to uh, have cameras hanging on them, which it makes sense, right? Right. That's what I thought. So Eisenhower improved the initial idea and asked him to re- ask Dulles to return when he had figured out how to make it possible. So Alan Dulles flew to an undisclosed location meeting with various members of his inner circle. It is believed that the initial plan for killing all of the birds and replacing them with flying cameras was thought of one weekend in May of 1956. How much hatred and how much loathe do you have to have in order to want to kill all the fucking birds and replace them with goddamn <laughs> flying uh, cameras? So when I read this, I, I again, I, I have a weird imagination. So when I read this, I pictured poor birds having this big ass fucking 1950s camera strapped to their ankles and not being able to get off of the ground. You know what I mean? You would have to have like a whole flock of birds tied to one camera just so they can keep it up in the air. You know what I mean? So when I first read that, that was what my mind initially went to. Like, God damn, they're going to try to put that big ass camera on some fucking birds. How is that even possible? Well... Let's continue reading because this shit just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So, uh, Dulles and his team uh, hated birds with a passion. See what I mean about how who has to hate birds in order to want uh, to fuck them up, right? <laughs> so, Dulles and his team hated birds with a passion and were heard on many occasions calling them flying slugs and the scum of the skies. Because the birds would the birds would poop on their cars parked in the CIA parking lot, you know. That's just some arrogant ass shit as a, as a human being. You know, fuck you birds, you've been pooping on my cars. I'm about, you know what? I need a plan to get rid of you guys. So <laughs> what we, what it's neglected or what a lot of people are sure questioning is like, God damn, well, how important are birds? Well, birds eat a lot of the nasty ass bugs. They get rid of, you know, certain things. And I don't know exactly what their purpose in, on, on earth is, but it, they have a purpose. Every creature has a purpose except mosquitoes. Fuck mosquitoes. They should eradicate mosquitoes. That's what they should do. I don't think mosquitoes are even a thing to where they, they have any purpose here here on earth but fuck mosquitoes but for birds i'm sure i mean they, they eat all these harmless bug population they eat other birds from overpopulating well except for pigeons pigeons are fucking crackheads of the bird world the motherfuckers can survive pretty much anything so it is believed that was the driving force to lead dolls to not only implement robots in the sky but actually replace birds in the process so here we go what they want to do is they want to get rid of all the birds and replace them with bird robots. How and why, what kind of technology do we have back in the 50s where they're even able to think of such a thing to be able to take out birds and replace them with goddamn uh, uh, robot birds? How? Okay, now here's my dilemma and here's my curiosity when I started reading about this whole thing is how can you get rid of all of these birds and replace them with robot birds without people noticing and without people starting to raise an eyebrow about this shit, huh? Well, we're about to find out because 
Boy, I tell you. So in this meeting, they sought to kill two birds with one stone, <laughs> pun intended, and remove all birds from the U- U.S., eliminating the, the fecal problem and in the process, replacing billions of birds with sophisticated robot lookalikes capable of mimicking real birds in every way. They were able to track people on foot and in a vehicle or even in their personal home. Now, how many of you people, whether you live in an apartment, a townhouse, condo, uh, an actual house, have looked outside and you have a whole row of birds just staring at you, you know, doing their little funky crackhead quick movement looking around straight into the, the soles, the windows of your souls when you're just doing nothing but minding your own business you know, then you start to wonder, motherfucker, are they spying on me? Well, apparently they are. Apparently those birds aren't even real. Those birds are little drone birds that are staring at you and getting all the information they need from the uh, the whole spying thing. Now, what another conspiracy from what I've read, not connected to birdsaren'treal.com, was that the when the whole NSA and spy cameras, yeah, that was real, but that was to throw you off on the actual movement of or the actual thing that birds are are spying on you because this movement started getting so big and so and gaining so much popularity that people were starting to question. And the last thing the government wants is for anyone to question what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? <sighs> Boy, I tell you. So in this meeting, okay, okay, so how did they accomplish it? How did they accomplish getting rid of the birds? Everyone wants to know. I want to know. Why do you think I started reading this shit? Because I want to know. So uh, May 6, 1957, Alan Dulles met with an unidentified man from Boeing Airplanes Company and ordered 120 B-52 bombers. The building of the B-52s needed to go undetected, so the building of the planes needed to happen at Area 51. That way, the residents of Seattle, where Boeing headquarters is located, wouldn't become suspicious or confirm that bombers were being built at all. So people who live in Washington, everyone knows, I don't know if if this is a worldwide thing, but I just found it out when I lived in Washington, was that Boeing is fucking huge in Washington, in Seattle and Everett and some other cities that I, oh, uh, Mocotillo. Uh, area there's there are huge Boeing facilities and there's people that live all around the thing so it would make sense why the CIA was like hey we can't we can't have this shit coming around here in Seattle number one Seattle residents know what's up and they're nosy and they'll probably process that shit and get our B-52 bombers you know out of production so we got to take this to Area 51 with aliens so when the aliens no, I'm just kidding I'm not gonna bring aliens into this but <laughs> B-52 bombers were taking were uh, ordered by uh, the CIA to be built in Area 51. So it makes sense. You know, you start building a bunch of high-tech airplanes. Not many people aren't going to raise uh, an eyebrow since Area 51 is a test place for, you know, high-tech security and, and uh, secret planes and other secret weapons that the government has built to test out to protect, you know, to protect, our, protect our freedoms and, parentheses, gain information on our enemies. That way they can't fuck us up without us knowing. You know, because we get fucked up, we're going to know that it's coming. <laughs> or so, you know, we would like to believe. But 23 engineers from Boeing traveled to Area 51 in a school bus they bought from a scrapyard. Now, the whole thing with uh, Boeing was that uh, they, the, in order for them to gain this contract, on, it, yeah, it was contract day pretty much, is that everything had to be hush, 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 and nothing like this can be talked about. Well, <laughs> The 23 engineers decided that they were going to paint 
Area 51 or bust on the fucking side of the on their on uh, on their school bus on the way from Washington down to Nevada. They apparently, whenever they are at gas stations, they had no problem filling in people who were asking them about the bus, where they were going, and what they were doing. You know what I mean? So how in the hell are you going to have 23 engineers brag and talk about they're going to go build secret B-52 bombers? To go fuck up birds. <laughs> That's the total opposite of being discreet. They they should have named this goddamn operation. Operation shut the fuck up or else. You know what I mean? Because how else would you be able to keep secrets? Oh, and that's another thing. I'm glad that I brought that up. Good job, Tino. You're welcome. But how can people decide that? Not decide, but how can so many people keep secrets when it's really difficult for people to keep small secrets? Even if it's just like a group of three or four or five. It's really difficult to keep secrets. So how do you keep? How do you think that all these government officials and all these other people are going to be able to keep big ass secrets like the moon landing wasn't fake? You know who knows? I don't know. I don't. I don't believe that the moon landing was fake. But there's a lot of evidence stating otherwise. How back to the birds? Let's get back to the birds. But it is also said that that one of the twenty three one member of the of the engineers was left behind because he had to pee too damn much and so he's got i mean i think out of out of retaliation he got pissed off and decided to go drop dimes on the whole operation because hey man just because i have a fucked up bladder doesn't mean you can leave me on the side of the road i have a condition with doctors and medicine and everything just because i have to pee a lot and why'd you leave me behind Fucked up. Now I got to catch an Uber all the way back to Washington. And the fucked up thing is that Ubers were being invented back in the 50s. So that fool probably had a hitchhike. Probably got fucked up on the way over there too. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just, it's one of those things that you start reading more and more about it and the more and more less believable it is. But it's fun. It's fun. So uh, it is, uh, let me see. It is also alleged that Dulles recruited engineers who didn't have family. That way they would be able to disappear when the project was complete and nobody would notice if anyone who has any i don't know if it's insight or light or anything that the government is shady the government has a long history of being accused for killing people that shouldn't be leaking information or killing people that were the government was afraid information would be leaked so again this just adds more fuel to the fire saying that these, you know, these motherfuckers got killed because he, uh, he or these, these guys are going to get killed because they know way too much in this operation and they shouldn't be knowing any of this shit. So, I mean, but I mean, how suspicious is it though? If you are suspicious, is it if you actually think about it? Why would they recruit only people who didn't have any families? And for them, you know, for that statement to be made that it was uh, they were recruited that way they can be they can disappear without anybody raising suspicion. Now that right there is suspicious in itself. I mean, I don't know about you, but fuck all that noise. Why? Why would they kill me? I didn't do nothing, man. I'm not gonna drop dimes. Fucking, eh, I'm just trying to kill some birds, make some bird robots. Leave me alone. I'm not gonna tell anything. Don't ask. Don't tell. So the engineers were tasked with making new B-52s. The B-52B, the B standing for birds or barrack. <laughs> B-52 birds, that's fucked up. The new bomber would replace the bomb storage with 450-gallon water tanks. One of the engineers almost gave up because it was difficult to design the tanks. It is alleged that Dulles hit him over the head with a 40-pound wrench to try and knock some sense into him. Now, this is in quotes, to try and knock some sense into him. This unintentionally put the man into a coma to which he never awoke. So this fool straight killed the guy because he didn't want to build the tanks. 
Now that's not government shit. That's straight gangster shit. That's that, that, that I'm not talking about bloods and crips gangster shit. This is like mafia shit gangster shit. You know what I mean? How in the hell are you can get hit? Why are you gonna hit me in the head with a forty pound wrench when it's difficult for me to build something I've never built before on a plane that I've never seen before and do something that I've never done before? Man, I have struggles. Man, I can't just close my eyes and put this shit together like Legos. Even Legos. Even when I build Legos, I struggle putting shit together for the first time. I don't read directions. I don't think there's directions on how to put a 450 gallon tank on a goddamn B-52 bird bomber. Boy, I tell you, you know, if he never awoke, did, you know, from the concussion, did he just die or did the CIA go, go smother this engineer because they didn't want him to, to leak anything for getting hit in the head? I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but you hit me in the head with a fucking 40 pound hammer. I'm going to start talking shit. Everyone's going to know what the hell's going on in there. So... <laughs> Once the tanks were fitted into a into each bomber, a complex system of radar and tracking technology was installed to the nose of the aircraft. This technology was extremely advanced for its time and was used by the crew to track very large flocks of birds from distances of 200 miles away. The bombers were painted with five coats of jet black matte paint, mate paint, mate paint, I don't know, M-A-T-T-E paint, to camouflage the aircraft against night sky, against the night sky. Each external strobe, beacon, and landing light was removed. Not a single light emitted from the plane. The Pratt & Whitney JT-3D engines were fitted with noise reduction pads that enabled the aircraft to fly completely silent from altitudes of 3,000 feet or higher. So, they made this shit blacked out. They murdered out the goddamn B-52 B-bombers so they can become undetected in the night sky. That... So when you're looking up in the sky, there's no way that you're going to be able to find out there's a plane. Now, wouldn't that be dangerous? Don't you need lights and shit so other planes won't run into you or you won't so they can see when you're getting ready to land? I mean, I'm not a pilot, so I don't know. I'm not a light specialist, so I don't know exactly everything that needs to be put on airplanes or anything like that in order for them to meet while well, they can't meet governmental regulations because it is being developed by the government. So that answers my question. Goddamn government. So if you murdered out a B-52B bomber, a bird bomber, we're going to call it the bird bomber. I like that word better. We're, so you black out, you murder out the bird bomber, and now you have this goddamn thing being able to track 200 miles away or from 200 miles away flocks of birds. Things are starting to get fucked up. Now, what was the tank for? Are they going to like soak them to where they can't fly and then they, you know, nosedive into the into the ground at high speeds? Or what, what, was, the, what was the fucking gallons or the 450 gallon tanks for we are going to find out and so it took two years to build the one the 120 bombers once they were finished the engineers were told that what they were free to go home however they were intercepted 30 minutes into their trip back to washington and were put in the back of an armored vehicle the men were sent to take front line in vietnam which dolls hoped would seal their fate each of the engineers actually survived three weeks in intense combat and were kidnapped by the Viet Cong only after they ran out of ammunition. The men were never heard from again. So out of my, my question to my listeners would be, would you just want to get shot in the back of the head when you're in the armored truck or you want to get sent to Vietnam and get, you know, get fucked up in a third world country? Oh, I don't know if Vietnam's a third world country, so I, I retract that. I don't know if it's a third world country, but get sent to a war torn country at the time because we were there to justify communism but what would be worse just to get taken out right then and there or sent overseas and fight for something that you have no idea what the whole fight is for now you know the the story said they actually survived three weeks three weeks is not a long time to survive when you're out in the middle of nowhere and getting shot at three weeks is not a very high life uh, surviving 
uh, to something to brag about. They got fucked up and they were never seen before again. So my question to add fuel to the whole conspiracy was that was it done by the Viet Cong or was it done by our own military? Because you know that the CIA has people in the military. They have people in the military so they can take out special orders. I mean, it, it would only make sense for them to do such a thing. But why would they send them all out to Vietnam? I guess so they can make it less suspicious or have any uh, anything to where it's tied back to them. I, you know, when this shit starts getting in too deep. Hey, FBI, NSA, if you're listening to me, I'm just bullshitting. Don't don't come to my house again. Don't 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 knock on my door anymore, please. Don't text me. I, this is a, a transmission that is all fun and games. It's comedy. You know what I mean? I don't mean any of this. I'm not asking questions. So please leave me alone. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's jacked up that they were taken out like that just because they were involved in such a secret, ridiculous operation to get rid of fucking birds to replace with to put robot birds. Boy, I tell you. So the water tanks were filled with a specially formulated bird poison that once consumed would give the bird a virus that could be passed on to other birds. The poison was sprayed from an altitude of 8,000 feet and would completely dissolve before it hit the ground, which meant that only birds would be affected by its terror. Once a single drop of the poison struck the bird's feathers, the virus would take hold through the fibers and make its way into the bloodstream. The virus would then affect the bone structure in such a way that total decompensation of the bird would take place within 24 hours. God damn. So the the bird bombers were dropping poison from 8,000 feet up, fucking up birds that were flying, and then completely dissolved them in 24 hours. Now, I'm not feeling fueled to the conspiracy theories of now, but now I can understand why people think that the government created coronavirus. I mean, if you're creating a poison that's going to take out fucking birds and then dissolve before it even hits the ground, what makes you think that people aren't going to suspect or feel that the virus was a, a man-made thing? It makes perfectly good sense. And also, uh, my wife asked me, what, then in that case, how are turkeys and chickens and other ground level birds still considered real? Well, that's because when the poison was released in the air, it only affected flying birds and, you know, turkeys and chickens don't really fly. I don't, I don't know if turkeys actually fly or are they just too lazy and rather just chill on the, on the ground, you know, fucking with other birds. But there's your answer is that the poison only affected the birds that were flying in the air and not the ones that were on the ground, which makes sense because it's going to be a little suspicious when you have a chicken fucking looking at you in the window and then all of a sudden they just stop and then they're recording everything you're doing. Versus a bird that's flying around the backyard that's just perched on the fence. You know what I mean? I mean, it's less suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So disintegrate or I'm sorry, decompose the birds within 24 hours. What kind of goddamn poison are they talking about? Now, I can also throw this conspiracy into the whole chemtrails type deal. But obviously with the murdered out bird bomber, it was only done at night supposedly so you can't really blame the uh the uh chemtrails for uh for on the bird bombers because you know the you can see the chemtrails during the day and the bird bombers did all their job at night so you know and the the decomposition of the birds it left no no trace of anything there'd be no evidence and nothing so people wouldn't get suspicious but what about all the bird watchers when they're staring at the birds and then all of a sudden their fucking birds are gone the same birds in the same area you know you have indigenous birds in certain areas that love a certain tree and so when you go look at it all of a sudden they're gone what do you do what, I mean, what does a bird watcher do just chalk it up as they don't love me anymore 
boy, I don't know, man. I, I just, it, it's kind of crazy. And for those of you who don't know about the chemtrail, just Google that. I, I don't know if I'll do a whole episode on chemtrails or not, but it, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty fucked up to read. And that's not like crazy, but it, it's, it's pretty cool to read. So on with the show. On June 2nd, 1959, Operation Water, the country was born. This was to be the secret code name given to the program from 1959 to 1976 when it was renamed to Operation Very Large Bird. Within the next years, 15% of the bird population was wiped out. During these first few years, bird prototypes were released by the 100 million. The term drone was not used at this time. Instead, they were referred to as robot birds. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. And the best they can come up with, not calling them bird drones, but robot birds. Man, that's something. Hey, mom, look at my robot bird. Come on now. So 15, was that 15%? 15% of the bird population was wiped out during the first few years. Now, if you actually take, we'll say that, you know, a billion birds in, in the United States alone. I don't know the exact number. I'm not a math magician. I'm just, you know, guessing. But 15% of a billion doesn't seem like a lot until you put it on there. Now, get a, a, a whole pot of rice or a whole cup of ice and think of that as the billion of birds in the, in the, in the one cup of rice. Now, separate 15% of that and see how many individual grains of rice you have. That's still a shitload of rice. Now, put that on a larger scale and that's a, that's a shitload of rice. Again, I'm not a math magician. That's why I didn't give you exact numbers. I actually failed math all four years of high school. So we, we're not going to get into that, that, that uh, exact numbers because my shit would be wrong. 15%. That's a lot of birds. And then 100 million, 100 million robot birds were released and nobody noticed. Nobody noticed the goddamn robot birds were taking over. They all just assumed that these things. I wonder what the flight pattern and everything looked like. Because, I mean, we look at drones now. And we see helicopters, you know, the little remote control helicopters and the early pr uh, prototypes, the B, the B, the beta models were real clunky. They, they had this awkward flight pattern. So I could imagine only that the robot birds would be all fucked up flying, too. You know, like if it, think of someone of a drunk bird trying to fly, but it was all stiff and everything because it got uh, it was soaring from uh, arm day and leg day. And you know, just picture that. That's the way I see it, at least. So. Let it be known that the CIA were the original were originally the only ones responsible for this atrocity. And the sitting president at the time, John F. Kennedy, had no idea that this was taking place. The pilots of the bombers didn't know they were killing birds. So what I read on that was that no, this was just an, a CIA isolated thing. And the the reach of the CIA only extended to the people who were directly involved. So it, it was pretty much a need to know basis. And if you didn't need to know, you weren't going to know. So that's how the, the bird bomber pilots didn't know that they were fucking up all these birds. They legitimately thought they were going around watering the country because they, for some reason uh, they felt, or they, the pilots thought that it, it was, it made sense for them to go water the entire country to have certain areas that were dead and from uh, not being rained on stuff, which makes sense. I'm not saying any names, California, but you know, there's some places that it just doesn't get a lot of rain. So they wanted to uh, water the country in order to make it a whole lot better and prettier. You know what I mean? I mean, America's beautiful as it is. So are all the other countries, but it makes sense. I, I can, I will forgive the bombers for not knowing since they want to keep America beautiful. Makes sense. So how did now with all great operations, people end up getting caught and how do you think they got caught? You, you in the back? How do you know? Oh, you don't know? So why'd you raise your hand? Sit, sit your ass back down. 
when I started reading this, I automatically knew, well, I mean, you would have to know that's, that it came to light somehow because now it's all over the internet and they, some, for some reason they were, they got caught. Someone got, someone fucked up and slipped up. So let's find out. How did it come to light? How did they get caught? We're going to find that out. Intriguing. It's keeping you, it's keeping me at the edge of my seat. Mostly because I'm trying to fall out my new rolly chair. In 1963, John F. Kennedy heard a conversation between Elvin B. Cleaver and Dulles. Kennedy believed Cleaver was stealing his ham sandwich from the White House kitchen, and Kennedy vowed to get Cleaver talking about it on the phone, but instead, he got more than what he asked for. So, hold on, let me get this right. No, hold on, hold on. So, the President of the United States was pissed because Homeboy was taking his ham sandwich from the kitchen instead of just getting a new one or asking or you just asking the, the the cooks to make him another sandwich this fool got pissed off and had a vendetta against against cleaver to get his, his the ham sandwich theft taken why not just walk up to cleaver and be like hey fool you taking my ham sandwich don't get phone checked bitch don't fuck with my ham sandwich but instead he's gonna tap the phone <laughs> so again i understand why people feel that our government is misusing money and why our government is kind of shady so How's the president of the United States, who runs one of the greatest countries in the entire world, going to set up a phone tap to catch his food talking about stealing his ham sandwiches? <laughs> you know, that's how people find out things more than what they wanted to. They, they start eavesdropping on things that they shouldn't and then find out shit they shouldn't be knowing. You know what I mean? And it, again, why, why waste resources on, on a ham sandwich problem versus some other big issue? I don't know. Boy, I tell you, I want a goddamn ham sandwich. So. <laughs> a conversation heard by Kennedy between Cleaver and Dulles went as followed. Cleaver, I've stolen John's lunch again. Ha ha. He doesn't even know. I'm going to keep stealing it until he launches a full investigation. Then I'm going to plant a hidden camera and catch his reaction as I dump all the stolen sandwiches on his desk at once. I'm going to call the show You've Been Cleavered. Dulles. This is what Dulles said. Ha ha ha, Alvin. That's going to be so funny. We'll have to play that clip at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. By the way, how's the bird slaughter going? How many birds have we killed so far? Cleaver responded. We've killed about 220 million so far. And the best thing is the robot birds were released in their place and have done such a good job that nobody even suspects a thing. They've killed 220 million birds and released the almost the same exact amount to cover up the fact that 220 million birds have been uh, been uh, been murdered and replaced but you know that that's that's secondhand news the first hand news like why is this food jacking is john f kennedy's ham sandwich anyway they live in a fucking white house or he works in the white house i'm pretty sure he gets free ham sandwiches why you gotta mess with the homeboy's ham sandwich though you know what i mean that caused wars don't get phone checked fool fuck my ham sandwich we only get pork once we only get meat once once a year and uh i'm just kidding for all you blood and blood out fans out there that was that little movie quote but 200 20 million birds were killed by Operation Water the Country. And 220 million robot birds were put in its place to surveillance Americans and find out what the fuck they're going on. And if you think about it, it's actually the perfect, perfect cover. No one's going to suspect that birds flying in the sky are recording you or birds chilling on the perch thing are going are gonna, to uh, be recording you. So why... Not put the birds out there, but goddamn, can you imagine how advanced the, the technology was at the time in order to be able to pull that stunt off? The technology that back in the in the fifties and early sixties, you couldn't think of, you couldn't imagine that something like that would actually be real. You know what I blame? I blame aliens. 
aliens. But again, I'm not bringing aliens into this. This isn't about aliens. This is about Operation Birds and Robot Birds. So Kennedy called both of them into his office and demanded the operation to cease. They both explained to Kennedy why the birds need to be exterminated and asked if they could show Kennedy a prototype of one of their birds before he made any decision on whether to end the op to, to end Operation Water the Country. So they they got caught killing fucking birds, which I mean that's a big deal. Why would you threaten to fire them? Wouldn't you fire them already? They're they're misusing funds to kill fucking animals. Two hundred twenty million birds died in Operation Water the Country, and we're not even going to talk about this. Well, wait a minute, we're talking about it now, so I guess we are talking about it. But never mind. You know, let's not get we're not talking semantics right now. What we're talking about is that now they're trying to defend themselves because they got caught being assholes. And John F. Kennedy should have just fired him instead of giving him a second chance. I would have laid their ass off right away. The oil fields, you fuck up, you're gone. There's no, hey, let me explain this, boss. No, man, you, I'm firing you because you stole my ham sandwich and I'm firing you for killing 220 million birds and not telling me, bitch. So <laughs> on October 25th, 1963, Kennedy was shown a prototype of the Turkey X-500, a robot that specialized in killing larger birds like eagles and falcons. The robot displayed its surveillance skills as well as its ability to find and track escaped criminals. Kennedy was oppressed, impressed with what he was shown, but continued to demand the immediate shutdown of the operation. Less than a month later, he was dead. It is alleged that JFK was murdered by the CIA because he was against the mass murder of every feathered flying creature in the United States. Okay, wait, hold on, pause. First, you're going to have an X-500 turkey edition, and it's going to fuck up all these big birds. Which, if you actually look at the history, a lot of birds of prey did start going missing. They did start becoming on the endangered list, list and eventually extinct. Which, one of the biggest ones that we all know were uh, the condors, California condors. But they weren't fucked up by, by turkey 500 or X-500 turkey nader. Uh, he was actually, the, the condors were actually fucked up by DDT uh, pesticide where they would go eat the rodents that were eating the the uh, the produce or the harvest or whatever from the farmers that would use DDT and the DDT would in turn uh, make the the eggs weak that the birds were hatching and they weren't you know the, the the babies weren't able to survive and so the species ended up dying from not being able to continue the uh, the birthing process and, or the production of more birds and uh, they uh, they died because of they're eating rodents with a DDT. So yeah, a lot of birds did go extinct or a lot of birds did become on the endangered list and almost close to extinction. I mean, American Eagles are still on the endangered list now. I mean, they're beautiful creatures, beautiful fucking birds, but why would the Turkey Nader want to fuck up all these birds and get rid of these, especially birds of prey. You would want birds of prey. They keep the field mice in hand. They keep small children in hand. They keep uh, rabbits in hand. You know what I mean? Why would you get rid of all the beautiful birds? That's fucked up. So you think that for one second honestly honestly you in the back the one that couldn't answer my question earlier yeah you you with the ears do you honestly believe that john f kennedy was assassinated because he wasn't down for the mass murder of birds because he wasn't on operation water the country do you really think that that is is a, a serious conspiracy theory that can actually be followed up with you know because it, it is one of the big conspiracy theories is the assassination of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. A lot of people, a lot of people think that it was an inside job and that the CIA did have John F. Kennedy killed, but no one knows for or what the exact reason for the assassination of John F. Kennedy was. 
why would they kill John F. Kennedy? I mean, a lot of people loved him. A lot of people hated him. He was against a lot of controversial things that he didn't agree with in the government. So, you know, he fought for that and then he ended up getting, he didn't get taken out. They put a green light on him. But you think they put a green light on him because he was, uh, he was against the Operation Water the Country and didn't want mass murdering of birds? Do you think that? Honestly, honestly, you don't know? I don't know why I called you. Sit back down, fool. That, when I read that, I started laughing out loud and my my mother-in-law and my wife asked me what I was laughing at and I told them, I read them the thing and so we were talking about how ridiculous that is. But hey, again, these are things that people believe in and I'm not going to you know doubt or call them names or insult them. I'm just telling you what I think and what I feel and I think it's completely ridiculous that John F. Kennedy got fucked up because he didn't want to, he didn't want to go with the, the mass murder of birds. <laughs> so JFK was the first president, the first president to stand against the murder of the birds from Lyndon B. Johnson to Donald Trump. Every president we've had since has turned a blind eye to the atrocities that began in 1959. After Kennedy was killed, the CIA started rigging elections. They would only allow candidates who are anti-bird and pro-citizen surveillance to win the presidency. Okay, wait a minute. Now the CIA has rigged the elections that they are pro-bird murders. <laughs> so you're telling me that uh, Trump, Obama, and Bush and Clinton and all the rest of the presidents from from uh, Kennedy on have all been hand chosen by the CIA because they are pro-bird. Uh, they're pro-bird surveillance. So you're telling me that... Every single thing that has happened around the elections have all been rigged by the CIA. Okay, FBI, I know you're listening to this right now, and I don't want you to, but hey, email me. I want to have one of y'all on the show, and let's talk about the CIA rigging elections. I know you can't, but we'll give you a code name like like Operation Featherbrain or or uh, FBI Directive. I don't know, flock of a flock of feathers. I don't know, something something cool. I'm not gonna call you bird name. That that's cliche, but I don't know. We'll call you FBI Sir Tweet Tweet. You know what I mean? We'll call you something cool. Just let me know so we can talk about this because I know CIA is gonna talk to me about it. I'll get arrested. I can't afford bail anymore. I'm broke. So this is a this is a new one. They are pro civilian surveillance, and so everything has been rigged in order to accommodate them so my question is how many actual birds are real now other than chickens and turkeys and, and all this other shit that mostly spend their uh, spend their life if not completely on the ground but mostly on the ground how much how many of them are actually real and how many birds in the sky are robot birds uh, one of oh, again one of the reasons why i decided to do do this episode is because one of the big conspiracy theories was that when uh, the the nation got shut down and we had a we had to isolate because of the coronavirus it was all a ploy by the government so they can change the batteries and do service on all of the the robot birds that were surveilling surveilling the country so what better way to get an entire network of drones uh, replaced and and uh, updated and you know worked on then to create an isolation scare that we can't come out of our house so no one's going to actually stare at how many birds are out there you know what i mean so and then allegedly them doing this it wasn't something where they all did it at once you know they did a, a large amount of number first that way some of the robot birds kept up their daily appearance as regular birds but a lot of them were being maintenanced and that's why the whole isolation thing happened <laughs> that's one of the reasons why i decided to do birds aren't real <laughs> Because, boy, I tell you, this shit is funny. And, uh, oh, wait, but there's more. There's more. There's more. 
hold on, sit down. There's more. The show's not over. So Donald Trump in 2016 announced that if he was elected, he will build a wall between Mexico and the U.S. You may believe the mainstream media and Trump's lies when you hear that the wall will be designed to keep illegal immigrants out. But that is false. The wall will actually be encapsulated with thousands of microwave guns that can track any bird entering the U.S., and shoot it with harsh microwaves, which destroy the bird's ability to fly and will leave it deceased in under a few hours. Okay, so I live here in Texas, in South Texas. I'm not too far away from the border. I think it's like a two-hour drive on certain parts of the border to get to Mexico. So I would love to interview one of the Border Patrol agents who patrol the wall and let me know how many dead birds they find on average because... Of, you know, how many birds do they do they find dead on average because of these microwave guns that shoot birds that are flying out of the sky? Come on now. I mean, that's a far fetched thing. Yeah, I mean, OK, the the whole the whole conspiracy is that is far fetched anyway. But for for them to build a wall with micro guns on there to shoot the shoot birds out of the sky and then kill them. Come on now. You know, hey, if any Border Patrol agents listen to this, please email me at graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. Then we can have a conversation. I can even put you on the show so we can talk about birds aren't real and uh, tell me how many dead birds you find and what you think the reason for it is. And you know, this is a podcast, but I'll even block out your eyes like how they do on on Gangland. You know, everyone's seen Gangland. Everyone watched Gangland. You know, January 25th, 1999 destruction in south central la you know th that guy i'll even black out your eyes and put a black screen on there that way you know no one can see your identity on the podcast but th when i read that i knew very well that was far fucking fetched and it was <laughs> it does <sighs> people love to say things and whatever gains attention is going to gain attention you know obviously it gained my attention so that's why i'm talking about it but let's wrap things up so what are my thoughts on birds aren't real? I think it's full of shit. Personally, I mean, if you believe that birds aren't real, hey, that's fine. Email me, graveyardgrumbler at mail.com and share with me your information why you think birds aren't real and why you believe in this conspiracy. But me personally, I don't see it as a realistic thing to where we're, we're able to replace millions and millions of birds and have robot birds with, you know, high design especially back in the 50s and 60s and 70s. It just doesn't, the technology wasn't readily available, or maybe it was, and they just kept it from us. <laughs> I The birds aren't real thing is really difficult for me to wrap my head and believe that that shit was real. I mean, again, I've mentioned a bunch of times that I am not a conspiracy theorist, but there's things that interest me that I do want to talk about, like this, birds aren't real. I, I definitely want to get this out on the episode. I, I heard it from another podcast, which was the Zero Brain podcast. And it, it was so interesting for me to hear it that I was like, you know what? I have to do my own episode on this and give my own thoughts and everything. But there, for those of you who want to get more information about this, go to their website, birdsaren'treal.com. Uh, for those of you who live in Texas, there is a Texas chapter of Birds Aren't Real. Just go to Instagram, Birds Aren't Real Austin, and you can pull up their website and their, I mean, their uh, Instagram page. And for those of you who don't live in uh, Texas, just Instagram birds aren't real and you'll pop up with your chapter if there's one in your in your state but for me personally birds are real because if they weren't real then we still I still wouldn't get my truck and my and my car pooped on by goddamn birds and I wouldn't be pestered by them leaving droppings and their goddamn feathers in my backyard and fucking pooping all over my fence and my trampoline and everything. So and uh, CIA and FBI, if you are listening to this, which I know you are, stop, 
turn the bird pooping uh, option off on my bird drones. I don't want any more bird poop in my yard. I don't want any more bird poop on my on my cars because it gets 115 degrees out here in Texas with like 100% humidity here in San Antonio. And all it does is dry like cement on my window and on my paint. And it's a bitch getting that poop off my truck. So FBI, CIA, please turn off the bird pooping option on the drones. If, if it's real, okay, I forgive you birds. But if they're not, fuck you guys because I'm tired of that shit being pooped on all over my, my, my yard. Isn't that why Dwight D. Dwight D. Eisenhower agreed because they didn't want to get the they wanted to stop getting their cars pooped on? <laughs> you know, if you have if you have any comments or questions, you can follow me on Podbean. Leave my a graveyard grumbler graveyard grumbler podcast on the Podbean app. You can leave comments there. You can leave comments on my Instagram graveyard grumbler podcast, uh, Facebook Tino Romero Jr. or graveyard grumbler podcast. Or the one of the quickest ways is you can email me at graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. I'll be more than happy to discuss more of this, but for now, birds are real. I don't believe in robot birds, although that show Robot Chicken was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, see, there's a connection. See, cartoons are starting to believe that birds aren't real, so they designed Robot Chicken. (laughs) I see it this way. If uh, the Simpsons haven't brought out that birds aren't real, then I, I believe that they are real. Until the Simpsons put out an episode about robot birds, then it's fake. Fake news. I don't believe it. But uh, if you, if for any future episodes or any other suggestions on episodes, feel free to shoot me a message. You know, I left you all my information. Uh, graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. Email me with your episode suggestions, concerns, comments, questions. You can also uh, message me on Podbean. Just download the app and follow me. You can leave a question there. Also, uh, anything else you would like for me to talk about, feel free to let me know. I'm more than happy. Again, I appreciate everyone's support and continuing listening to my show. I greatly appreciate it. It means everything. And I am very thankful and grateful that I'm consistent enough or have an audience that I can consistently put out episodes. So thank you very much, everyone. Uh, And as always... Good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. This is the end, this is the end, this is the end. Beautiful friend. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Grumbler.